Okay, listeners, we are good to go for Road to Comrades 2024. All new panel, um, same race, different direction. Uh, actually, we added one more race, so hopefully uh, my journey towards Two Oceans will add a bit of variation to what you've been listening to for the last few years. I am happy to introduce the 2024 panel, one of the voices you've heard from before. Um, so he is now, let's call him the expert of how this all works and comes together. But we have a new voice who is joining us all the way through. She's actually going to be our novice for this year. Um, so for those of you who don't know, someone who does Comrades for the first time is given the title of being a novice. Um, and she'll also aim to be up the pointy end. So um, it should be fun to track uh, her journey for the next uh, five and a bit months. And then we'll be able to sit back in June and watch it all play out. And who am I talking about? I'm talking about Marnie Ponton, who is joining us from Canberra. Welcome, Marnie. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to be a part of this. Learned and a, well. a few people would have heard you recently on, on the main podcast. So um, you did put it out there that you were going to look towards doing comrades. You came off being the Australian 50K champ in the last year. So, um, yeah, I think this should be interesting to see how you, you head over to the uh, the biggest ultra in the world. And the other person that I think needs no introduction to most of the listeners is um, our evergreen, Wayne. Welcome back, Wayne. <laughs> hey, Owen. Oh, so good. Good to be back. Um, yeah, it's another season. It's just about to kick off, even for me personally. Yeah, so excited. Excited to be back. And, um, and yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been interesting leading up to it now as we speak because... I definitely must be someone, um, what's the word, should I say, not just seasoned, but uh, when it comes to comrades itself, I'm, 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 uh, in recent times, I've just been getting lots of um, uh, messages and, um, you know, just, just bumping into people saying uh, they need to know more, they want to know more, uh, just about the journey and where we're at. So it's it's been awesome sort of, um, yeah, just, just discovering um you know how so many people are definitely still interested in in having a crack at comrades so yeah excited about the journey we're about to get on nice to have money on the panel i'm sure she'll fit right in um she's a class act and um yeah she'll absolutely um i know she'll learn a lot from 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 just being on the panel so so nice to have you money uh thank you i am looking to hearing all of your knowledge about comrades because I'm definitely lacking in that for sure. It's a long distance, anything over 50. It'll be fine. A few people people might be thinking, is Marnie like traveling across the country or is she across what's going on? Um, So Marnie has actually just finished her Sunday shift and she's commuting home. Um, So we, I suppose, geographically, let's cover that where everyone is located. Um, So Marnie is based out of the Australian Capital Territory also known as the ACT, and Wayne is based out of Brisbane and Queensland, but as you'll hear throughout this series, he also works um, off a remote island in Western Australia, um, underground mining, um, yes. and I, I'm based out of Perth, Western Australia. So we almost have Australia covered, um, and yeah, yeah we, we know we've got listeners all over the world because they normally get in touch with us. So if you are new to, to what we're doing here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Um, and I hope that your years have started well. Wayne, do you want to start everyone off? For those that don't know who you are, don't know your story, do you want to give us some insight and, yeah, why you're doing Comrades 24? 
Absolutely. No, it's um again, I I think it's 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 definitely uh comrades is is it's a journey that I sort of um growing up I definitely um looking back now um it was something that was more than a bucket list thing. It was something that just became um uh something that now I call a lifetime journey that I just became a part of and grew into. So obviously um I mean just enjoying the ride. Um, of Comrades itself. Um, I think the main reason I got into Comrades is because I've always enjoyed a challenge. So if you're someone who loves a challenge, um, Comrades is for you. And once you, you, you get the taste of Comrades, um, yeah, you sort of just keep going back. And as I speak, uh, this is my, since 2013, I've gone back every to every Comrades, except for obviously um, COVID. Um, but yeah, I've I've been back to every single one, and uh, just this morning I went down to Brisbane Road Runners just to join them um, for a run. And I tell you what, uh, everyone's talking comrades that that I spoke to down there, and they all want to know where we at, what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I explained. You know, I'm obviously in that build now, and uh, February is sort of the time where it, it, it's time to get, you know, start start getting serious. Um, but yeah, essentially, um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, the challenge again. Um, for those who don't know, obviously you get the up and the down run. And for me personally, the up run is my favorite. There's no secret. Uh, I love I love running uphill um, as opposed to downhill. Um, but yeah, you know, with that being said, obviously um, I had to open myself to, um, to, to downhill running, which is um, why I sort of had that progressive improvement. And I and I knew I needed to uh, to work out how to get get on top of running the down the down run itself, which is what happened um, last year. So I, I I finally sort of put it all together, obviously with the help of of Team NetBank that I'm a part of again this year, um, and and happy and excited to get involved in that journey. But yeah, yeah the up run is something that I've always quietly looked forward to because um, I've sort of um, now I can say it, we were just saying it off here, is that uh, there's so many people that I bump into and, and I get messages from, um, say, Wayne, you're seasoned now. You definitely got it, uh, sort of. And that's what you think. And, and obviously, I think for me, the secret is not, not to get um, too, you know, too comfortable in knowing that, oh, yeah, I've done this before. I know what it's about. Uh, I know exactly what the course is like. But just to keep, keep a wealthy and a healthy respect for comrades, and when you have that sort of um, attitude towards comrades, I believe that it it can set you up in terms of um, you know approaching it with caution, but not being afraid to to know that you if you put in the hard work and you work through it and and, and grind your way that you can have a good comrades, which is where I'm excited to be at in my personal journey towards comrades. Um, I've obviously um, in the lead up to Oh, sorry, late last year, I finished, um, uh, I managed to yeah, run off uh, the 50K World Champs in India, um, along with Benny, Benny Macron, uh, he's, my, he's a teammate of mine, he lives out here in Toowoomba, and yeah, I managed to finish that off uh, last year, and then had a nice little break from then, um, leading into this year, so that's that's been a, uh, almost two or three months now. So in that time, um, I've been more doing a lot more, lot more strength work and conditioning, 
um, spending time in the gym, um, and I can feel the the benefit of that now, paying off. Um, you know, I haven't been piling on the mileage, um, and yeah, again, uh, just about a month ago, I went down to Hobart, Tasmania, to run the Cadbury's Marathon, and again, I was purely just going down there to to help out Benny, a, a teammate, just to to pace him. Um, but I honestly didn't think I'd, I'd sort of finish the event itself. Um, but cut along so short, yeah, I managed to roll through the hills, and and the strength work is definitely working now. Um, uh, just just from that block that I've been putting in now, I could feel it. Even now, as we speak, my trainings and, I, and I'm starting to get into it. I can feel, I can feel the the strength based uh, work is coming together now. So really excited and. Um, yeah, can't wait to sort of, um, it's exciting having Marnie on the panel because I know she's obviously a class act and um, uh, it would be so so nice just to, to watch her journey sort of unfold in front of our eyes. Um, so, yeah, Marnie, we, we absolutely um, open our year for you in terms of, you know, anything you need to know. Um, I think you've fallen into some safe hands, so we'll, <laughs> we'll gladly take you on board and and um, and help you along this journey because it's 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 something in my opinion, money is that you know if if you put in the the hard work and if you if you navigate through it safely and and take on board um, you know obviously um, the lessons that you can get from 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 you know yeah there and everywhere uh, I believe you can navigate it through it if you if you do it the safe way but obviously um, you know back yourself don't be afraid to back yourself. Because um, yeah. I believe you're in you you're in for a ride of your life. Uh, come June 9, uh, it's definitely uh, I, I you know I'd say it's it's something being being a novice in that position. Um, as you go through it and see it unfold, you're gonna go, my goodness, these guys didn't really explain to me what this is about. <laughs> so um, it's definitely it's definitely something that will one I believe will change your life, but um, but it'll, it'll change the way you see running, in my opinion. It's just, uh, it's such a game changer. Um, and that's what keeps people excited and hungry. And once you get a bite of it, Marnie, it just, it seems to bite you back, uh, which is exactly the best way to explain it. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it'll be um, an awesome experience, awesome journey. I can't wait to sort of see where you're at. So, yeah, Owen, really excited. Um, and um, yeah, to the listeners again, it's been nice just to to see your response to it all. Because I said to Owen when he spoke on it, I said, "Oh, maybe the listeners want to listen to someone else." But Owen said, "No, no, no. They they seem to enjoy it." So um, yeah, happy to share the journey. And um, yeah, obviously with an uprun, it's slightly different to your approach. So yeah, can't wait to get into the nuts and bolts of it. So yeah, yeah, we go. Watch out, twenty four, Owen. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm sure um, listeners were keen to hear from you last year because uh, it was a bit of a breakout, which sounds a bit weird when you've done it so many times. But uh, now in the other other direction, it'll almost be like a brand new race again. For you, absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right, Marnie. Um, I know that the guys who listen to the main show would kind of know who you are and what you've done. But um, yeah. do you want to kind of uh, reintroduce yourself again and, um, yeah, kind of go from there? No worries. Why? It was awesome just listening to you. Loved it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I just, I love to run. I run a lot. And um, I guess I've come from probably a more recent 
history is from a marathon background and and this year I just felt like the right year to give comrades a um, a bit of a nudge and a, and a you know just try and do it. I've known about comrades for for uh, I can't I don't even know at least I know tw 15 years 20 years I've uh, heard about it I've known about it uh, it's always been in the back of my mind um, <laughs> uh, but always never been an opportunity never been the right time to kind of give it a crack so um, this year I as well this for this particular year one it was up and I love running up I've come from a trail background as well as a road background I've always trained on hills um, I've done mountain running champ so I definitely love a hill uh, and the other and the other reason why this year was good for me is because you know I gave the marathon a crack and the best I got was 231 and there was no way I was going to run anywhere near quick enough to make the Olympic team because that's going to require a 223. So I decided to go up in distance, do the 50k, and then onwards to comrades. Use that as a qualifier. <laughs> um, nice. I don't know what to expect at comrades. I know it's going to be crazy, and uh, I'm super petrified about it. Um, I'm excited that Dick's, um, my coach is Dick's helper, and I'm excited that he's uh, he's happy to coach me for the longer stuff. So we're on we're on the ultra program, whatever that means, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pretty sure it just means it's back to the Anna yeah. um, My January, it, uh, after the Gold Coast 50, um, like I had a little bit of a back niggle just from my body doesn't like to sit for long periods. I don't sit at work and um, and I don't sit in life generally, but I had some assignments to do with other study I was doing and I got a little bit of a back niggle, so that hampered me a little bit. And um, although I've been back running... I think I went 130, 130, 160. This week was meant to be 175, but the body just doesn't feel quite right. So I've taken a few extra days, and then we'll uh, probably crack on, crack on back into it. Um, yeah, I don't know much more to say, really. Um, I'm also going to do the Nedbank team with Wayne. I think we're teammates, Wayne. That's it. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, no, I see you in... And uh, yeah, that's been a, you've already had, you, know, you you're not aware, but there's been a few people ask about money already. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just wanting to know who's, who's the Aussie girl. So, so yeah, that's why I've had a few of my teammates just, just really quiet chatter. And I said, no, no, money's, she's a specialist. So watch out, boys. She, she should yeah, be there. Yeah, let me know that the, the 50 time, I can definitely go quicker if it wasn't at 30 degrees. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, but I'm not nice. interested in long stuff, so it'll be interesting. But I know that um, you know, getting advice from you guys, and if I strengthen my body right and and do what Dick's asked me to do, then um, yeah, hopefully it all goes to plan. But I'm definitely uh, petrified. That's for sure. <laughs> so, if just quickly, if it was a down run, do you think you would have still gone, or you would have waited um, to go for the up run first? Um. No, but, uh, I think the way I planned it over the last two years, like it was, it was becoming more and more prominent, and I probably committed once. Um, I know Wayne was talking about Ben. Once Ben had committed to the down, I think in my head I would had pretty much committed that I would debut on an up. So yeah. And I so, think <laughs> Wayne, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, 
from here, like overseas, like even especially Australia, we don't have the, like, let's call them the mountains that are readily accessible in the backyards of Durban, Johannesburg. Training for an uprun is slightly more achievable for your target. Um, even like the, so the slower run, right? Whereas a down run, there's a lot of specific stuff that you need and you have to really go out of your way to get. Yeah, no, no, no you're spot on there. It's, um, um, in my opinion, it's a totally different approach that you take. Um, uh, the down run is definitely more technical in terms of your approach and your training, uh, very specific. Um, whereas the up runs, um, like you say, um, definitely, a, uh, you know, you can't take away the strength side of it, but 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 certainly you can go into it. Um, what's the word? You're definitely not going to go in half bake, but you you definitely uh, got got to make sure that you you know once the strength is there, um, the flow and effect with heel work will just take take effect, and, and you shouldn't have a problem um, as long as you you pace it correctly. That the key in in the uprun is your pacing, Owen. Um, uh, if you get that right and you stay patient, the second half um, you can generally start to pick up you know, um, pick them in nicely. So we'll, we, we will break the course down, um, but Marnie, not to scare you, five and a bit months down, <laughs> but the, uh, the the first half of the uprun is known as the hardest marathon that you will ever do. Um, yeah, okay. But I know Lindsay Perry, the Comrades coach, is he, the way he describes both is he says the downrun is about survival and the uprun is just about having enough batteries left in the energy tank. Um, and... I think from Lindsay, you, we can highly recommend also looking at the Comrades webinars. So he'll post them up and they go straight to YouTube and they're normally about an hour and a half um, every month and they'll have a focus. So for anybody else out there who's brand new and pretty much looking at this from outside eyes, um, highly recommend those and we've had him on previously as well. So um, maybe we'll try and get him on again. Now, Wayne, because he's always up for a good chat as well. Absolutely. He's 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 someone, I mean, just, just touching on his knowledge is just phenomenal. And I did, I, I actually had a listen, I want to, um, I don't know if you saw his, his release recently on his webinar. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, but it was nice just, just to drop in and, and listen to, to what's sort of um, in the mix there. So nice to hear him. Um, so I know we just kind of touched on why you're going, but I want to kind of go into a bit more depth. Um, and tie in, I suppose, how your year has started. Um, so, well, maybe I should introduce myself. I always kind of leave myself off these intros. <laughs> and, um, so I'm Owen, I virtually just play the host. Um, well, in the last couple of years, and then Wayne will laugh because I've normally made a last-minute call, uh, even though it's not really a last-minute call to go ahead and do Comrades. Um, <laughs> but the last few, or last year was purely, I suppose, like a recovery year. And then the year before was a marathon focus year. Um, but I've done three comrades now and I've been around comrades, I think, from when I was two months old. Um, yeah, and it's been in my life ever since. So I kind of think that if it's about it, I kind of have got to know it. Um, so, yeah, it is something that I've always enjoyed and had a passion in um, since growing up. So um, hopefully we can kind of get a bit more of that coming out in the podcast uh, i am going to do two oceans this year so i came off nice. perth marathon last year in october which didn't go to plan um but it was just a good lesson where you can't have it all so we introduced a, a newborn into our house and 
you know, when you think you can oh, do yeah. it all and you try and uh, race a marathon with a two to three month old, it's just never going to work out well. <laughs> no. um, and that was a harsh reality, but also a good leveler, I think, like and something that I'll um, hold on my shoulder moving forward, um, I think. because Did you get the training done or what happened? Or I got the training tired? done, but that was the problem, I think, because you can get yourself up for training. Like yep. I can rock up and do 38K off three, four hours sleep because yep. you, you know you can just get that done. Yeah. But standing at the start line, different ball game. You know, when the gun goes, you've got to be on. And yep. we know the first 10K is normally pretty rough, but then it's hard to get up for that. Um, yep. So I think anybody can train early with the newborn because the training side, you're making reasons for yourself too. You kind of go, oh, my sessions are off because I'm not getting sleep. But you can't get to race day and go, oh, my race day is off because I've got a newborn. No, you've committed to that race. Um, That's it. So, <laughs> but then in hindsight, doing that training is still the benefit because it doesn't go away. And I've had a couple of conversations and Wayne was one of them and the endurance just wasn't there either. Um, yeah you know, where you're normally used to hitting some good mileage and you kind of then go, oh, do I need to get out this afternoon or should I cut this a bit shorter because you want to get home or you got out half an hour, like little things like that. Um, and for me, I'm all about time and putting weeks and months in and my results that have come off have come off months. Like there'll be moments where I can look back on a PB marathon and I didn't miss a day's running for about 12 weeks yeah, and that'll result in the PB because I look back and go consistency and time, you know, yeah. like, but then I was also searching year there and everywhere for a marathon. Again, Wayne can attest to, he was getting messages in an inbox asking about Tassie and I was messaging <laughs> people about Japan. Um, but again, Marnie, it was about the reality of the situation going, why do you want to do like a six week build? You for, don't. Exactly. <laughs> like like for, maybe, yeah. May, yeah, six weeks is too short. <laughs> yeah, too like, short. you know, having those conversations going, oh, I need to jump back in. I've just done a marathon, but I can reload. Yeah. But you, the re, you need to sit back and go, you could reload if life was perfect and everything was great, but you're reloading under the same conditions. Um, yeah. And you're almost just tricking yourself that tomorrow is going to be a different day. Most definitely. And it's never going to work out. Was it warm? Was it humid? Yes. But I never really fall into those, I'll call them excuses, um, but reasons that things didn't go well. Like I think it could have been four degrees and the same outcome would have happened. Yeah, right. You've got to be honest with yourself and go, yeah, um, this just wasn't the way it was supposed to shape up to be. So in that, I kind of said, well, no, shell of that, let's go for April. And that's where Two Oceans came about. And the beauty with Two Oceans is, this will sound weird to some, but you can race it. Um, you know, it's 56K. And the mm. difference between that and Comrades, there's such a small percentage of people that can actually turn up to Comrades and say they're racing it. The yeah. majority, it's about survival um, because you just don't know what's going to happen. Whereas with 56K, you can put most mechanisms in place to turn up there to race. Um, then that's what we're doing. So a bit of a different approach. It's, again, mileage, consistency, but it's hills which 
I do a lot of anyway, um, but it's back to back. So weekends are going to look like two hours Saturday, two and a half to three hours Sunday. Um, you be at the business end now, eh? Yeah, just so that's what we did this weekend was 1.45 yesterday and then two hours 45 today. Um, just With getting work used in it, to, just out of curiosity, does that yeah. have work in it or does one of those sessions, is one of those a session or are you just easy running? So yesterday, because normally I do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, yeah. And yes, well, Saturday now will have almost like a longer hill rep focus. So we've got a hill year, which is actually a mile. It's a grass mile. Yeah. Uh, and then the instruction yesterday was for hour 45 with a lot of time spent on Green Mile. Um, okay. I didn't go to Green Mile yesterday because I wanted to get near the coast. So I found another hill, which was about six to 800 meters long. And mm -hmm. I did about five or six reps of that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of that yesterday in the 145. Um, so it has like that session element. Um, and then moving forward, it will just bulk up where it'll be longer heel reps within a long run. Um, but Sunday is purely time on feet. Like um, quite a big advocate. By the time you get to Sunday, if you've done the work, then it's, yeah, time on feet on the Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And we're fortunate enough to have some hills within quite proximity. So I could do, you know, 40K with about six to 700 meters worth of climbing in it. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, that's, you know, and some of it's on trail as well. So at the end of the week, once you've been built in concrete, um, you guys would know you kind of, it's nice to get that softer surface underfoot. Mm. So, yeah, see how it goes. Um, I'm short. My build up, well, it's, Mine's in April, so the second week of April for me. Um, and there will not be a pivot, Wayne, after that to go do a quick <laughs> comrade turnaround. Ah, that's uh, what I was waiting. I was waiting for the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, because I like exactly like you just said, I just I don't believe you can race both. Um, especially if you're being re realistic with yourself. Um, like geez, even the elites, there's only been one in the last how many years that has actually mm. gone on to to successfully do both. Um so I just I just don't think that it's a smart way to go about it. One or the other has to be your your complete goal. Yeah. yeah. No, and again, I think yeah. Owen, it also boils down just listening to you there. It's and that's why I try and tell everyone that I speak to, um, comrades is about and seriously, if if you're going to have a crack at comrades, uh, it needs to be your goal um, for that particular point, you know, for that year. And and if it is your goal. And this is advice to anyone taking it on, is that you make sure you, you know, you get your peaking right. So you make sure you you get to comrades in the best shape you possibly could, you can, you know, because that that's the problem is, and I've seen it, especially I've got a teammate who did it last year too. He thought he could have a crack at two oceans and comrades. And and you know who I'm talking about, um, uh, mm. Dan Mishwale, and he said, yep, now you can. And he was run up at two oceans. And he didn't finish comrades. And when he looked back at it and I said, what happened? He said, no, he said, I just didn't have the legs and two oceans took it out of me. And and, and that's that's why I can say, uh, you know, endorse exactly what you're saying is that it's hard to race both of them, really hard. Um, unless you're a freak like that is saying, like I had to say, obviously. Um, yeah, it, it's, it definitely takes it out of you. So, yeah, just to add to that is that if it is your gold race, um, make sure you... You know, you, you don't race anything else in the lead up to it. That That's the best piece of advice I could give. 
and yeah to use if you do do any other events you know use them as training grounds which is is fine to do but obviously knowing exactly where you need to be which is something I've, I've sort of learned to navigate through in in doing you know making sure I get the get the build right and and, and get the peak right so that's that's where I'm at sitting with my program too personally is um, we haven't bunged on the mileage yet we obviously been just strength based just building that nicely um, and slowly we're starting to get into it but obviously we'll start to, to to really get into the meat of it you know next month um, come the end of February March that's when we really get into it so 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 excited again but obviously again you know just to take out from that yeah get the peak right that's really um, good to hear Wayne because yeah that's really good to hear because what I have done is like comrades is the a race and there are no other races in my mind mm -hmm. for another until uh june 9th and then what we've done sitting down with dick and, and talking about it what we've done is we've identified two marathons that we'll do but not as races so we're just yes. doing that in order to get solid mileage in but um and it's always easier to do really good solid mileage in a group in a race environment so but definitely not racing that but you know yeah. we still work hard but not too hard no um, absolutely money and that's why i said yeah. even just listening to you talking about this back thing that you picked up you'd rather pick all that up now money <laughs> than pick yeah, it up uh, yeah. you know come may end of may then so that's fine you, you know you work through all that um but spot on in terms of yeah just just you lock it into your your mindset that whatever race you sort of bring on in you know in the next two three months yeah you, if you use it as a training ground and just enjoy it and don't yeah don't even get caught in the, in the in the in the pointy and just 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 enjoy it and and that sort of when you got that sort of mindset um and you come out of it feeling man i i, I definitely i got plenty in the tank there now you'll have an awesome awesome run so you obviously if, if that's your goal comrades is your goal to anyone listening yeah um that's the key is just to to keep it there at the forefront um and and yeah you, will you, you top them up money like what was that I, like, will you top them up um those marathons so you know when are they falling is it going to fall where you need to start be doing 50k so runs 10th, for your... march okay. 10th and april 7th is what we've decided is yeah. we'll do two we'll do a marathon on march 10th and a marathon on april 7th yeah and you know, I guess it's a bit of a hit on the ego because I'm not going to like go out at my normal marathon pace. <laughs> um, so I just got to take that. And I guess the aim will probably be like a, you know, a 250 marathon or, or something like that. Just really good solid mileage and conditioning and a good aerobic kind of hitter. Which will also kind of hold you in good stead for the discipline on race day. Like I'm, yep. you know, probably maybe sounding similar to what you're saying. I get to a start line and I'm there to race. And if I'm not yeah. going there to race, I'll I'll go out the hills and do two, three hours. Like for me, I'd rather sit there and go, I'd rather go to two and a half hour long run and then not have a recovery week off the back of this thing, go for a ego hit of doing a race. And look, they all yeah. have their purpose and whatnot, but I don't know, like it just seems maybe it's financially led, but people have to almost turn up every weekend to do whatever the local race is um instead of sitting there and going well i'd be better off going to do two and a half hours and then i'm back running properly by tuesday yeah yeah no so yeah i, I don't know 
what it is. Ego, money, I'm not too sure. But um, it's definitely, I think, for this particular race, listening to Wayne, you just got to um, – I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm interested yeah. in June and that's about it. And I need to do everything possible to be able to perform in June. So uh, if, I, if I don't podium in those races, I don't care, as long as I've uh, ticked the box for what the goal for that training session was. And I think, Wayne, we both know, like, comrades, not just from a training point of view, but even from a lifestyle point of view, it, it's very selfish. Um, you know, you, you're sitting there going, for the next five and a bit months, that is the only thing that I'm thinking about. You know, when yeah. <laughs> you, you're not being social on, like, Friday, Saturday nights from April because, you know, you're waking up the next day and when someone's coughing in the office or at work, you're mining hard <laughs> for you because everyone's coughing yeah. at work. Um, <laughs> yeah, much. You know, it's very, it is selfish. And because it's such a big, especially coming from overseas, um, you know, we can't just turn up again tomorrow um and do it the next year and yeah so i think for us it probably becomes even more selfish yeah there's 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 definitely nothing like it in terms of the build and you hit the nail on the head in terms of you know uh, it becomes that sort of thing where you everything that your whole focus is on comrades every session you do in the back of your mind even money you'll see it you go hang on hang on is this where i need to be um yeah and 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 it definitely is is something that it consumes you, um, not in a good way, in a good sense. And that that's something I was just chatting with uh, two two runners this morning. We were having I was down at Brisbane Road Runners, and um, yeah, they were asking me how do you how do you make sure that you 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 know you stay focused to that to that you know to comrades itself and not race anything else. And I said no no it's. It's it's I've got to have a chat with myself. Like money, you know, nail yeah. on the head when you say you got to put the ego aside and you got to say, no, hang on, you know, this is that's purely what it is. Um, and this morning the same thing because I watched the, uh, you know, I know most of the guys at Brisbane Road Runners and I watched them go out. And there's a part of me saying, oh, <laughs> this feels too easy, pick it up. He said, no, 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 this is not what it's about. You know, I'm just having yeah. a solid, a solid run this morning. And that's exactly what you have to do is just keep talking to yourself. And reassuring yourself that you you're in the best place, and then and that's that obviously you know come race day you you know if you've done that correctly and stuck to that. Um, so yeah, it's it's not hard to do if you if you know what the goal is, and um, it's so worth it. Now with the the bit of experience I have now, it's it's definitely um, it, it's something that's that's worth every every little ounce of energy that you you sort of save. It's just like putting pennies in the bank and obviously picking out the pounds on race day so absolutely um uh, it's a game changer Marnie <laughs> um so Marnie a kind of the the beauty of Instagram um not much uh is there to hide um yeah did you just come off a bit of a camp um with some of the shorter distance and I um, say that yeah so the group um so Dick has his uh, master program, which is the middle distance to 10K guys, the marathon program and now our program. But the, where they're all based, um, all the master program guys are all based in Canberra. So often in January and December, they go up to Jindabyne. So I just go went up when I could. I only went for a, like four or five days. Um, I don't get to train with I My daughter actually trains often with the same time as them so I get to go watch them and we'll warm up with them 
but their sessions, that's an energy system that I'm not going to use a lot of the time. So um, Dick doesn't have me doing that. So the Tuesday sessions are often on track and, and that's not going to probably help me at Comrades. So I don't get to do those sessions, but often I'll warm up with them as a double run and do my main set in the morning if I'm not working. Um, Saturdays I do join because often I'll do K reps and that's, that fits. And they, those guys do K reps on Saturdays. And Sundays uh, is often solo as well or, or just with other runners um, joining for part, parts of the run. But I think, you know, leading up to Comrades, a lot of my Sunday runs will probably have um, – uh, will become a session, so we'll have efforts in it. So, um, yes, I train with that group and, uh, you know, I really enjoy watching them all, but um, I don't actually get to do too many of their sessions which is a bit unfortunate, but um, I wouldn't keep up anyway, to be honest. <laughs> but I suppose even if it's a couple of times a week, it is good. We know when it starts to be a bit of a grind and you even just need that warm-up with somebody else. Um, yeah, the double run. Like the, just being able to warm up as a double run is like just, you know, five or whatever K with them is is awesome. Um, but, you know, I guess that's the thing with marathon and, and ultra running that you realise that – not a lot of other people are that keen for that many Ks. That's <laughs> a lot of it solo. Yeah. And in terms of the approach, um, I know when we spoke previously, you you do handle the mileage pretty well and you're quite a high mileage athlete. Um, yep. Will you kind of, is that the plan to continue along that way or? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it is. Uh, so what that's going to look like Um We've kind of had a little bit of discussion about and you know I guess I am a novice but um often pre-marathon I will often go up to 200k um maybe for a week and and sit there but the idea for this build is to get up to 200k and stay there so yeah so that that's the aim is to try and stay at 200 for a while yeah okay. make that when, the when, new norm and when you hit 200k money how soon up before how, in a, tra- like, a marathon block? No, no, I'm talking in this particular block. Are you, you will that are you ready at 200k weeks or you is that only? Yeah, coming? so I was meant to be 175 this week, and the plan would have been 185, 195, hit 200 and stay there. Um, this week, I'm just going to try and sort out these little niggles, but um, the aim is to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you seen you've seen Ben. You you see what he does. Yeah, yeah, no, Benny does. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I. You know, oh, and that's what something that, that like us like in chatting with Benny uh, Imani and just listening to you. That's what I said. Like, I, I it still blows my mind how he, he managed. Like, I don't come close to what he does in terms of the the mileage that he does. Oh, it's an interesting topic because there are some people, and I, and I know there are runners who enjoy the mileage and they and they build yep. on it. Um, and whereas, like, like the group I'm with, uh, I'm with uh, Dave Adams' um, group. It's just the Nedbank boys. I'm on the same program as them. And like at the moment, man, just to give an idea, like <laughs> we only just about 100 k, 120 at, at the moment. And yeah, um, that yeah. that sort of mileage for Ben and I is like we're injured and <laughs> we've yeah. run twice or something. <laughs> like we can't even. That's not even running. If we do a hundred k week, I like wipe it out and <laughs> pretend it never happened. Um, yeah, I, no. don't, I don't know. I guess it's philosophy as well, isn't it? So, so we're coming from Dick's philosophy, which is 
is often always based in in quite a lot of mileage, um, even yeah. for his middle distance guys. So to then to us to ask him to coach us for an ultra, he's just like, well, that's free reign just to go wild with mileage. <laughs> I think is that um <laughs> you do Tuesday Thursday Saturday as well? What was that? Is it Tuesday Thursday Saturday? Uh, so it does change a little bit. So often, yeah, right now on the programs, Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Saturday is called a prep session, which is mm. just like usually like six times a K or something. And yep. that preps for Sunday. So it actually becomes Tuesday, when, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, cool. So yeah, a Sunday uh, yeah. will be 35K, but maybe the last 15 will be uh, best effort. Often. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, because... Yep. This is we have these regular like, discussions where I think a lot of people are do like traditionally now move to a Wednesday Saturday, and but then they're doing a hundred and sixty k weeks. I'm like, well, but then Sunday will be heaps of marathon pace, and it's basically a third session. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know when that switch really changed from the Tuesday Thursday Saturday. Um, but it's interesting you say that because it will change throughout my. Often with marathon builds, we might be doing that Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. But mm -hmm. then if we want a little bit more quality, then it's when you want the quality, which I don't think will happen in this program because we don't need marathon quality, is then when we go to a, a, a Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. will you, is there a cutback week or it's just pretty much getting up and staying up? Yeah, so you use um, it's getting up and staying up and you would use uh, scheduled races as an opportunity to decrease your mileage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know whether that necessarily will be the case this time. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Monday you'd be backing up and going again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because that's almost that preparation for running on tired legs. I know Wayne does it. Like he will go run a marathon and a lot of people will see him banging up 20K on the Monday and think that he is just crazy but <laughs> you I dare say that Dave's plan for that would be well you're backing up on tired legs and Absolutely. you're going again mm. um which is quite interesting even doing these back-to-back -back long runs I actually tend to feel better on Sundays than I do on the Saturday um yep. and especially later on like you'll have a bit of a drop off in the middle of your Sunday but then you start coming good um at that back end as long as you fuel correctly as well i think that's the biggest one i found having the back-to-back -back is the minute you finish on saturday you need to be fueling because you're going again the next morning um so and anything gonna, that's yeah. uh 25k oh, 25k plus i'll always fuel as well yeah i think that helps recovery not because i need it just because what you talk about being able to move the next day and like we'll touch on this and probably a lot more depth, probably even have an episode about it, but how do you go with the nutrition side of things? Um, I know like you're working where it is kind of hard, like even knowing a few people that work, do similar work to you, getting regular meals in. Um, have you found an art to do that or, you know, no, how do you go about it? I'm miserably failing Okay. <laughs> at that aspect. <laughs> and I'm working on how to um, do better. Yep. And then during runs, um, do you kind of have a plan in place? Or uh, yeah, I've got an iron gut. I can eat breakfast five minutes before I go, and then I can take gels as needed. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. And forecasting ahead, I know it's quite early, but have you kind of thought of, and the beauty is you guys are going to have seconding and Comrades just actually released, I think it was last month, there's going to be elite tables now, uh, Wayne. Mm-hmm. So did you see know. that? <clears throat> I um, did see it, but I, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, Ned, Ned yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. So Marnie, to give you a bit of context, which you might have seen already, uh, the Nedbank team normally split up on the day and you'll have one person per few that are almost personally seconding you and they've yep. got access to the main road, which most people don't have. But comrades of this year, they're putting in a bit of a plan to have, similar to the big marathons where they've got tables, they're going to have tables along the way. And my guess is they're trying to alleviate the traffic of the on-road, as I just spoke about. <laughs> but this seconding on-road has been going on for for a long time uh, and it'll be very hard for a few teams to pivot off the back of a few months notice. Um, so I'm interested to see how they, they handle that process. Um, yeah. But that'll be for you. It'll be quite fortunate because you won't have to carry 10 gels on you. Let's say you'll be able mm-hmm. to kind of be handed your gel whenever you need. Um, and then also there's tables every two Ks, which go for about 500 meters as well. So, um yeah little things that i suppose you kind of need to start thinking about thinking about um yeah. wayne probably learned like we've all had some harsh lessons um you know 90ks when you miss two gels can come back and bite you um mm. and also <laughs> it's good that you are quite adaptable though you know there's a lot of people who will say they have to have what they need to have and yeah i switch it i switch it up so if the if a particular race is a trial race or it doesn't have nutrition tables or I don't trust them then I use gels so Gold Coast 50 um, was all done on gels and then I just grabbed water from my partner where I could uh, which was completely not enough Um, (laughs) and uh, and then but if a marathon's got elite table then I'll switch to liquid um, liquid nutrition so it's all just about the getting the carbs in, to be honest, and making sure you get the exact. We usually work out a formula beforehand based on the temperature of how much volume of uh, water actually needs to be consumed. Yeah, nice. And I'll ask this question because a lot of people say, what does that mean? But uh, strength work? Me or Wayne? Uh, well, I kind of know Wayne's a bit more religious <laughs> with it. more time when he's at camp as well. But um, yeah, how yeah. do you go? Yeah, look, a lot of my strength is I uh, do twice a week and it's all body, um, a lot more body resistant stuff. But I think for this, I'm probably going to add a little bit more, like a bit more weight. Um, I've done a lot of CrossFit, so I'll probably add more CrossFit style stuff, I think. Um just when I had a bit, a bit of a break from running, I went into CrossFit and, and, and did a fair bit. So I have a tendency when I want to add more strength, um, which I will for comrades, is just to go to more CrossFit style workouts and, and movements, um, which is probably what I'll do this time. Twice a week, though. Wayne, Marnie says she did a bit of CrossFit. She did a bit to get an Australian <laughs> ranking. No, so I didn't. <laughs> I was never strong enough. I was too weak and small. <laughs> But I, like it is actually quite refreshing to hear because, and this goes from pure recreational level. Everyone goes, oh, I really should do more of that. Should do more of that. Um, but for somebody who's doing the type of mileage you are to doing the type of shifts and work you're doing, to be able to fit it in, like 
there really is no excuse, right, to sit there and go, I can find 20 Oh, well, so. it's, it's all about sacrifices, isn't it? So I, yeah. I don't have much of a social life. And I think the only things that I can have on my plate when I'm training hard is running, um, uh, go to work, and then just family where I can. Um, as Yeah, so you kind of have to sacrifice all the other stuff. There's not, not a lot of fun. So then the running becomes fun. And then you find people to run with, so then they become your social life. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you drop off the – so how far out um, will you drop strength off? So even up in these marathons that you've got locked in, will you continue through those weeks or will you kind I think of I will. Yeah, I yep. think I will. Just based on the little niggles that I've got, I think uh, I need to be strong. And I think that's what probably has dropped off and I'm a little bit lacking. So, yeah, um, no, I'll continue on. And then a goal race, so, you know, being June, how far out, I suppose, now, if you can already say that you'll drop off a little bit a month before or um, what kind of time frame of you normally get that? Mileage? The strength work, uh, the strength strength. work sorry. Yeah. Just like to, uh, one to two weeks. I just keep everything the same. Yeah. Yeah, one to two weeks before. Cool. Go on, Wayne. Tell us all about how good you are at the strength work. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's something that I I've made my bread and butter, but obviously we've rounded up um, um, this particular year. Uh, well, look, the last two years it's been that way. But 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 we specialise. You know, we go through different phases, and I'm I'm still in that strength phase now, um, which I can definitely feel the benefits already because because I've done a few uh, longer runs. Um, you know. It's, in the last month or so, I've, I've, I've had a few longer runs in there and I can feel the evidence of that strength-based training coming through, um, especially at the pointy end or at the, at, at the end of the longer run where I, I like to finish a bit stronger. I can feel that I'm holding well, holding a form. Um, and obviously, um, not afraid to, to incorporate, you know, a bit of flexible, uh, getting more flexibility done and obviously also um, you know, working on mobility as well, but definitely Owen, strength training is is an absolute game changer. And you know, just throw this one in is that I'm still amazed at the amount of people that I talk to who run or into marathon running and even ultra running, and and wonder why they they struggle when it comes to marathons itself um, and the pointy end. Um, and I see it now from afar. Um, you know, one in, in, in they're always talking about having one picking up injuries and, and, and things are, you know, they, they just can't seem to run away from it. And when I ask the question, I say, how much strength-based training do you do? And they, they tell me quite openly, oh, I don't do much at all. <laughs> so, I said, mm. no, you, you, need to, you need to incorporate it and get it into you. Um, uh, just, just I can touch on, because Marnie knows Ben, you know, I chatted with, with Benny late last year, and I said, how much strength training do you do? Benny says, no, I don't do anything. And then he obviously also had these niggles and injuries. He, he wasn't up. meant to not be doing anything. It's clearly written in our program <laughs> that we do strength twice a week. <laughs> well, he, it's, he definitely ignored it. Uh, yeah. And as, re, as a result, he's obviously, um, he's incorporated that now. No, he's, he's definitely got, uh, he, he's, he's in the gym and he's getting stronger. Uh, and, you know, to cut a long story short, it's it, it's definitely, and I can't say it more, is that um, if you incorporate it into your, especially with the, with the comrades build, your strength training into it, 
I can feel, I know when the mileage starts to come up, especially come March, April, May, the body can handle it. It, it definitely can handle it. Can can You know, you can churn it up and you can see, hey, hang on, yeah, I'm actually able to recover better. The body's stronger. I can feel it. So, um, yeah, oh, and I can't advocate for it more um, that, yeah, it's, it's not only is it a, a game changer, um, but it definitely is, it's a confidence booster um, when you, when you, when the body loves it and enjoys it, you know, and knows that, hang on, um, I can take this on. So uh, it'll be interesting, Owen, you know, and just for the listeners is that on a personal level, like we, we you've just said earlier on, the first, uh, comrades, the first 37, 38 Ks, you're just climbing. And I know the, the feeling I've had coming into Drummond and coming out of Inchanga, which is obviously just after halfway, where you go, man, I, you know, I wish I did more strength work, you know, more, more strength training. Um, because you you know you hear people talk about coming out of there, so it'll be interesting to see mm. how my sort of approach coming out of the halfway, coming out of Inchanga, um, yeah, you know what it feels like um, with the evidence of strength based training now, and then just to see what it feels like at the top of Inchanga. So oh, and yeah, I'll watch the space. I'll let you know. <laughs> cool. So um, to I suppose we'll kind of almost wrap it up, but I'm keen. I suppose how this work kind of works is we'll meet to discuss the month that kind of was, um, but then in the same episode we'll maybe put our cards on the table of what the month uh, we want to achieve, and then the accountability is there at the end of the month. So, um, Marnie, we'll kick it off with you. Like, is there anything you're kind of obviously getting getting up to that 200k? Um, we'll be all right by the them, end but... of the month. By the time we next meet, I want to be as close to 200k as I'd like to be at 200k, uh, and I'd like uh, all my little niggles to be gone. <laughs> nice. Well, we can that'll be the next episode. We can tick both of those boxes with, <laughs> uh, with pride. Um, Wayne, I dare say you're back at work soon as well. So, what is what does uh, February just... kind of look like? Yeah, well, I've only just got home, which is awesome. So um, my build officially starts now in February. So I'm, I'm working on, on obviously getting that slowly but easily easing into it. Um, I'm yet to, we, we're just trying to finalize because uh, I'm, I'm trying to pick off some longer runs and I'm trying to work out where I can sort of navigate and, and find a few longer ones in. Look, look, you know, it's no secret for me at the moment. I'm doing my longer runs are about 35 to 40K at the moment. So I'm just looking at, at building on that and um, finding a few sort of races to sort of um, incorporate into that, especially whilst I'm at home. So um, I've got an interesting uh, February because uh, I'm just trying to make a decision as to um, one or two events that I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully going to do. I haven't finalized it, but I'm just trying to work on and see if it can. So, yeah, uh, that's the plan is to see. Um, to, to, to gently ease into it, but I definitely know by the next time we speak, um, I'll know exactly where I'm at in terms of, um, you know, trying to get into the, the meat of it all, which is, is, is where comrades is at. Very coy, Marnie, for a guy who says no secret. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isn't there Noosa Ultra Trail or something in March? Surely that's yeah, that there something is it? you'd be interested in. No, no, not particularly, not particularly, yeah. It's just because um, my sort of, um, I start all my heel work, my heel work actually starts 
in March as well. So I haven't done any okay. much heel yeah. work at the moment, Marnie, but yeah, that starts in March. So um, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm generally, it's just, I think the, the difference between, as you know, Marnie, the calendar, yeah, it's, especially this time of the year, there's not much to pick from um, no. in terms of, of, of races. Like, oh, and you are so privileged. You haven't told the listeners, but, you know, you, you knocked off a 50K at, at ADU. And that was, you know, that's something that I used to look at when I used to, you know, in, in my program early on. Um, but it didn't work out this quite this year. But, yeah, that's always, you're always trying to look at the calendar and find something um, that, that, that can tie in with, with your training which is, yeah. which I believe is key, you know, it, it, it's so much easier to do session in a race, you know. So come over and to Death Valley, I... mate. You are, <laughs> Marnie, we've got a place over here, we we, we label Death Valley. Um, yeah. It's mainly the cyclists have labeled it actually, but it's purely on road and it's hill central. So yeah. 30, 36k will get you 900 meters uh, up and down. So yeah, right. Uh, it's pretty solid. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. close, close to comrades. In terms of simulation, I keep telling everyone it's hard to find something as close as Death Valley. Awesome. Yeah, right. But, yeah. Yeah, and I'll just um it'll be one month closer, but I think we'll end this month with yeah, three hour back to back. So it'll be yeah, two hour Saturday, three hour. So it'll be five hour weekends, um, which will be a bit toasty. Awesome. Uh but yeah, accountability. Yeah. That's the one. Like just That's getting one. ticking the weeks off. Um, I don't think I'll do any races. And if I do, I'll need to back up the next day. So um, Oh, and if you don't mind me asking, what's your goal for two oceans? I know uh, you're also a novice in, it, but what's in all honesty, Wayne, I have no idea. Well, like, you know, you look at some of these calendars, uh, calculators, sorry, and you go, Oh, yeah, I look at similar people around my time. Um, so I think you can ask me again next episode mm -hmm. and I'll definitely have something concrete for you. Um, yep. I don't want to get sucked into the whole marathon time conversion. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to look at that marathon time, look at similar people who have run that marathon time and seen. Um, but my big thing is I'm not leaving one out there. That's the, yep. um, so Marnie, the yep. two oceans tends to be, it's a nice, easy start um and then yeah the, the wheels can come off very late because you're hitting some big climbs um constantia net mainly yeah. one of them which just continues to kick and kick and kick um, yeah, right. and that's within the last block portion of the course so things can be going games, amazingly so. well and yeah. then at you know 48 odd k you hit with Start this climb. mammoth climb and things yeah. can go downhill so that's that's the challenge at the moment is making sure I kind of just keep the gun in the holster, um, yep. and I practice that right by um, getting a lot of time on feet, but being ready to like you said in that fifteen minutes at the end of your long run, um, like we'll do similar where it'll be right go out and do three hours, but at two forty five, like kick on or two thirty yep. kick on for thirty minutes. <laughs> I mean, um, 15 kilometers is the, <laughs> yeah, the last yeah. 15 kilometers, not 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but like that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or look I think it finish. mentally prepares you as well just to be tired and then show your body that actually it can up the pace and it can hold a pace yeah. on tired legs. Yeah. Yeah. Or like really beat them up early, like do a lot of heels and then yeah. kind of try and get them going again. Um, 
So yeah, and it conditions you to go finish fast as well. I think yep. it conditions your mind and your body to automatically want to finish fast rather than yeah. slowly get slower. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have an answer for your next episode, Wayne. We'll put it. No, you're right. I don't normally put a time out there, but we'll uh, we'll, uh, okay. we'll let it slip you out quietly. You know. What about you, Marnie? What's your what's your plan? What's your goal? You reckon for comrades? Is it too early to? Oh, I don't know. I need to because I need to talk to you about it. I do not know. Um, you know, I've got place goals, um, but time goals, I really need to, you know, sit down and have a good conversation with you about what's realistic. And, and I need to work out the exact pace uh, that the top women have been holding for the ups. And I haven't really gone through that quite yet. Um, but I need to, I need to work out that pace. Yeah, I need to have it in my head. Um, well, I'll leave you guys with this, but Carla Molinaro let it slip on another podcast that yeah, he's looking at breaking the female up record. Up run. So my goodness. If that, that should be very spicy race then. If Oy. you're already putting that out there in January. it's What uh, pace is that? Oh, so that's six hours, sub six hours. So she'll be, she'll be traveling at about just over four minutes a K. On the up. On the yeah. up. But. Yeah. To, to, you know, I heard that too, Owen, and that's what I say. When I heard that, I went, my word. Um, yeah, it's going to take something special. Because she is a front runner too, Owen. She she likes mm. to go to the front. She's not scared. But, um, yeah, look, if she can pull it, hats off. If she can pull it off too. But, uh, yeah, it would take something super, super special to get that. So, because um, I, I know exactly what Heather Sane did in 2019. I know how she got yeah. it. And, and I, I know, you know, she, she paced it beautifully. She ran through halfway in exactly 302 and she negative split it, which is, she, she was spot on pace. So, um, for Carla, well, we, do you want we to all break saw that? It. We, we saw yeah. it in cost you. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. I, I had a front row seat, um, at about 64, 65K. And I said to, and I said, you know, quite openly, I said, my goodness, you, you definitely, you got some super strength there. She just flew past. Um, but yeah, we know the result now is that she smashed the upper on record. I knew she was having a special day. So for Carla to eclipse that Owen is going to mm. take something, something super special. And I, and I believe that obviously, it's just my opinion, but if you go too fast through halfway, <laughs> and that's why I say, yeah, the same got it right, you know. She she cause she looked after herself and she nailed it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, interesting to see how she approaches it, but yeah, I heard that as well. It wouldn't be um it's a meaty one anyway. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks both. Uh hope the listeners enjoy this new series, new panel, um, new year. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's running is going well. You can follow awesome. Marnie on Strava, she's on there. Wayne's yes. on Strava uh, as well. Um, you'll, you'll give you a few little sneak peeks now and then. Absolutely. I'll, out there, I'll but, um, put a few out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, take a look, follow along, and we'll go from there. All right, guys. Um, have a good month. And we'll awesome. speak to you again in March. We'll catch up. Good to awesome. chat. Nice to chat, Marnie.